I have a trial update for you today. Zachariah Anderson's trial for the murder of Rosalio Gutierrez Jr. has been underway for well over a week. The first few days of trial showed the state and defense continuously locked in squabbles over the admission of evidence. The jury had to be removed several times. Through expert testimony, clarity was provided regarding whether or not blood found in Anderson's van was Jr.'s. The expert testified that an extremely small droplet was found after using forensics to detect and see blood. That droplet was swabbed but was so tiny there was only enough to perform one test and they chose to do a DNA test and not a substance test which would have proved it was blood or some other fluid. The DNA does belong to Junior. There have been many witnesses testifying. Some of those witnesses were friends of Anderson, law enforcement, forensic experts, key witnesses such as two of Junior's best friends, Sadie Beecham and her daughter. Early in the case, we heard the prosecution talk about what lengths the defendant went to in order to spy on his ex, Sadie. After all, Sadie is the link between Anderson and Junior. Tuesday, we finally saw Sadie Beecham begin giving testimony. Sadie's testimony provided details on just how deep the harassment by Anderson went and to what lengths Anderson went to stalk her and spy on her. We heard testimony that he even stooped so low as to use GPS trackers, burner phones, and probably the worst of all, he enlisted the help of their child. We also heard many text messages read out loud and recorded conversations between Sadie and Anderson. Anderson's display of behavior was described by Sadie is supported with the text, phone calls, and emails. The electronic evidence in this case is pretty overwhelming. So far, the prosecution has painted a pretty clear picture of a man who just couldn't let go. I'm sure this entire situation has been a nightmare for Sadie and her kids as well as the unmanageable. I'm sure this entire situation has been a nightmare for Sadie and her kids as well as the unimaginable pain Junior's children and family must feel. The defense has continued down the path of reasonable doubt by trying to exploit a time when two of Junior's friends showed up at Anderson's home to confront him about Junior's disappearance. Both men testified and offered nothing more than was a already on the record. Early on in the trial, the defense brought up some ominous text messages exchanged between Sadie and her best friend, where they are vaguely talking about something being done and that it would take a week and that's when they should talk again. The defense was clearly trying to use this as a point of reasonable doubt by implying the event being discussed in the messages had something to do with Junior, but there's nothing been presented to support that theory. Also, after hearing more testimony from Sadie's best friend, we learned the messages were about Sadie installing software on her phone to determine if Anderson was listening or tracking her. Her best friend explained that they spoke so vaguely in case the phone had, in fact, been tapped. The best friend also testified about a time when she was babysitting the children at Sadie's house while she was out of town. Anderson broke into the residence and demanded to know where his children and Sadie were. The best friend told Anderson Sadie was on vacation and the children were upstairs sleeping. Anderson attempted to get her to disclose who Sadie was with, and after she refused, he woke up all his children and then began to make them breakfast. This allegedly took place around 3.45 in the morning. 
The defense really has been doing their best to spin the stories of reasonable doubt, but most of the witnesses weren't giving in to the loaded questions, including when it came time for the defense to question the oldest child of Anderson and Sadie. She made the defense work for it more than once. The poor kid has been through so much. It undoubtedly had to be extremely hard on her. At one point during her testimony, she was excused and Sadie was brought back in to testify again. One of Anderson's family members made the defense aware that they believe Sadie was using sign language to communicate with her daughter while she was testifying. Sadie denied it. The girl did return to the stand afterwards. The display put on for day 11 did not disappoint. The clerk also informed the judge that during the child's testimony, Anderson was noted to be scowling and mumbling while staring intently at his daughter. There's also an image circulating of Anderson making the zip your lips gesture at his daughter during her testimony. Throughout the trial, Anderson has been seen smirking, smiling, laughing, and shaking his head. Anderson likely blamed Junior for not being able to manipulate and bully Sadie like he used to in order to convince her to get back together. Anderson could have seen Junior as the only major obstacle to his master plan of getting Sadie and his family together. This child was a long time coming. Unless something drastic happens, I will post an update when the jury goes into deliberations and at the conclusion of the trial. For now, we continue to watch and wait. Subscribe so you don't miss an update.